Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour three. We're live in Los Angeles, and it's the Hurt, wherever you may be. However you may be listening, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. I've been on enough planes and airports, and over the last couple, seven, eight days, I'm done with it. want to be home on my couch watching football, having hamburgers, <laughs> Diet Coke, something, just relaxing, sleeping. You go hamburger over pizza, huh? Absolutely. I love pizza during football. I get it. I get it. Totally get it. So, who do you like? Uh, by the way, Michigan. Oh, you're going to give the predictions later. Uh, we're doing NFL later. I, I, I already bet Michigan. I think they handle TCU like 27-10, 27-13 easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Georgia, now, Ohio State's a little trickier. I, I think they're going to score some points. It feels like an in-game bet. You know, if Ohio State scores first, then you take Georgia, of course, at a lower number. Right. I just I don't see Georgia losing this game. I don't either. Right now, they're, you know, I was thinking about this driving in. Um, you can't create perfect parity in life. You know, every country's got, even socialist countries have poor and yeah. wealthier. You can't create, create, you know, perfect harmony or, or, uh, parody in sport. NFL's trying, but it's the same bad franchises looking for quarterbacks every year. Right. Yes. And I was thinking about this. What, what we do know is that the best SEC team usually is the first or second best team in the country. It could be Bama. It could be LSU with Burrow. It could be Georgia. Uh, I think Brian Kelly will get LSU back. But generally in college football in the last 15 to 20 years, the best Southern team, um, and sometimes the conference is weaker. Like this year, the Pac-12 is the best it's been in years, but they don't have a top two or three team. But the best team in college football is generally whoever's dominating over a four or five-year cycle Southern recruiting. And right now Georgia is. Clemson was in there for a minute, right? They were in there yeah. for a minute. Uh, Ohio State's always viable. Oklahoma's been close with Lincoln Riley. So um, I, I tend to lean toward what I've seen, yeah. which is my eyes tell me Georgia's the fastest football team with the most NFL bodies. And historically, these playoff games, the first playoff game, has they've been blowouts. Yes. And not like you, you can't watch the fourth quarter. It's not even close. Yeah. yeah. 
Greg Jennings of the Packers in 15 minutes. So the Cowboys coming off an emotional win over the Philadelphia Eagles, essentially beat the Titans scout team last night, but I'm still not convinced they're buttoned up enough to win in the playoffs despite their recent success. The NFL is three seasons, pre-Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving, and playoff. They all feel different in Dallas's winning. In fact, their last two losses have come against outstanding quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau, and Trevor Lawrence at home in Jacksonville. Both were in overtime, so there is reason for optimism around Dallas. The other good news, if you're a Cowboy fan off the win, is even the good teams in the NFC, there's questions about them. The Giants could be a playoff team. It's not a very good roster. Tampa Bay, the offense is anemic. San Francisco on a third quarterback. Uh, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, and do you trust that defense? Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts is hurt. Nick Sariani's never won a playoff game. So there's a lot of reason for optimism. Now, if the Cowboys are a wild card team, they'd have to win three straight road games to get to the Super Bowl. I do not think they're buttoned up to do that. But if Philadelphia stumbles against the Saints this week and they have a chance to win the division, now it gets very, very interesting. When Dallas gets into trouble, and you saw it last night, the run game's not working. And they have to ask Dask, Dak Prescott to throw 40 times a game. And even with a win last night, Dak is now 7-15 and 15 in his career when he throws it 40 or more times. Last night, he got a W, and the record is still abysmal. So Tony Pollard was hurt. Dak now has had 10 picks since Thanksgiving. It's a bit of a mess. So here's the good news, though. There is a way for the Cowboys to win, and we've watched it multiple times this season. Strong run game, and Dak is an excellent complimentary piece. That's the way to win. And here's where it gets really interesting for the Cowboys, and I'm seen as a Cowboy cynic, not a hater, but a cynic. Eight of the top 10 run defenses in the National Football League are in the AFC. Dallas won't face them. Outside of the Niners, great run defense. The NFC teams that could be in their way, Minnesota, Giants, Commanders, believe it or not, Eagles, Minnesota, Carolina, Tampa, are all middle-of-the-pack run defenses. So we know there's a way for the Cowboys to win. Dak is a complimentary piece, and the run game is rolling. Now we have a route for the Cowboys to win. They face anybody but San Francisco in the playoffs. So that's where you get your optimism. But if you look at the box score, last night is classic. Dak with an 85 passer rating, two picks. They ask him to throw 41 times. It's just not who he is. So stay out of that space. Here was Dak after. A win's a win, and we're going to take it, and we're going to get better from the mistakes, and we're going to make sure that we're improving. But uh, a road, road win, short week, you, you've got to take them all. And the style points and all that, that's for y'all who think games are won on paper. Okay, so the other story, uh, <laughs> it is amazing. Stuff gets going on the Internet. And uh, nobody pushes back. And then all of a sudden you wake up and Derek Carr's terrible. It's like, time out, time out, time out. 
I've always thought my job is to just add some context. Take the emotion out of it. I don't care who wins and loses these games. I want them to be, it's like a produce. I own the store. I'm looking for good, fresh material. So Derek Carr's getting benched by the Raiders for the last two games. Why is he getting benched? Well, my feeling is they want him healthy so they can trade him. So Derek Carr in his contract has $40 million guaranteed money. They're injury guarantees. So if he gets hurt, one of the NFL's poorest owners, Mark Davis, would have to write him $40 million check. They don't want to do that. They want to move off Derek Carr. I think it's a mistake. So the Raiders want him healthy. They want to trade Derek Carr, and they want him healthy. And, and there is no big dead cap hit if they moved him. We've mentioned that multiple times this year. He is one of the rare good quarterbacks in this league. You can move now and not be a big dead cap hit. I wouldn't move him. I don't think this is a great college quarterback class. Um, I, I just wouldn't. But I'll say this, just to defend Derek Carr again. He's 31 years old. He's already at 35,000 yards. That's with multiple coaching changes, constant chaos, often bad offensive line. He's at 35,000 yards. If he plays just three more seasons, and my guess he'll play double that, he'll play at least six because he's never really been hurt consistently. He's always ready to play. He's a tough kid. If he plays just three more years, that's it. He's 31. He will blow past 45,000 yards passing because he's at 35,000 now and he averages 4,000 a year. So he'll blow past 45,000 yards passing. 16 quarterbacks in league history have done that. Many are Hall of Famers, and three that aren't Breeze, Aaron Rodgers, and Brady will be. And the guys that have done it who didn't make the Hall, Phillip Rivers and Carson Palmer, were damn good. Derek Carr's a good quarterback. I say this all the time. I'm always impressed with a kid that came from a young boy or a young girl that came from a tough background and made something of themselves. It's awesome if you're a billionaire, but if you started as a trust fund kid, you don't touch my heart. Derek Carr had to go to Fresno State. Everybody doubted Derek Carr. Didn't have the big arm. Goes to the Raiders. Six different coaches. Last year was a circus. Yeah, he throws probably more interceptions that you'd like. But this morning I went out and I looked at I took out his rookie year because all these quarterbacks struggle as rookies. Trevor Lawrence is great now. He was awful last year. Uh, I mean, John Elway first year. Peyton Manning first year. Eli Manning first year. Take out his rookie year and, and subtract this year because he, he's not going to play a full season. And his numbers are astounding. 95 passer rating, two and a half touchdown to interception ratio, over 4,000 yards, 66% completion percentage. And this team right now, outside of left tackle, in a very good offensive line. So teams like the Jets, the Commanders, and the Bucks, if Brady retires, they just need a quarterback. Jets are not rebuilding. Jets roster is fine. They need a quarterback. That's a playoff team. with a, they, they may make the playoffs with their quarterback situation now. The commanders with that roster are a playoff team easily with Derek Carr. Uh, Tampa Bay, if Brady left somewhere else, Tampa Bay with Derek Carr in that division, that's a playoff team. If he stays healthy for six, seven more years, that would be my guess. He's going to blow past 50,000 yards passing. That is like an elite, elite, elite club. So Derek Carr's good. Oh, yeah, let me throw this in, adding context to it. 
Now, I love Patrick Mahomes, but he inherited Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Brett Veach, the GM, and the Hunt family, okay? So, and we all know Mahomes is great, right? And he's better than Derek Carr. But since Derek Carr entered the league, do you know what the Raiders' defense has been? 32nd. Six different head coaches. Can we add context? Stuff gets on the internet. Everybody believes in it. Nobody just goes to Google and looks it up. Yeah, last year, as he carried a wobbly franchise with an interim special teams head coach to the playoffs in the superior AFC, he threw some picks. Yeah, guess what? It's hard having to pull an entire franchise to the playoffs in the AFC out of the AFC West. Devontae Adams, if Derek Carr is traded, and I imagine he will be, talked about the guy he played college football with at Fresno State. Obviously, I don't think anybody was excited about it in here. Um, you know, him being one of, one of my really good friends, and, you know, the reason why I came here in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now if he wasn't, uh, you know, if he wasn't here. So, um, I think everybody knows how I feel about him. And, and you know, with that said, there's a... Uh, there's a process of how things go, and I'm not going to sit here and, and go on and on, but obviously I support my guy. The best part about the interweb is that you see some very, very clever, smart, funny people. The worst part is stuff goes downhill like an avalanche, and nobody actually does any checking. Just Google his career stats, and remember he's on his sixth coach. He's like third or fourth GM I mean, this year he didn't have Hunter Renfro or Darren Waller most of the year. He did have Devontae Adams. But, I mean, go look at the first-round picks that Mayock and Gruden whiffed on. This guy's been playing Mahomes twice a year. Now it's Herbert twice a year. Thank God Russell Wilson is struggling. Derek Carr would make the Jets, the Commanders, the Bucks minimum playoff teams next year. He's really good. He's just like a lot of young people had to overcome a lot all right j max nfl picks are around the corner greg jennings packers vikings can't wait to watch that one live in los angeles is the herd be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on fox sports radio fs1 and the iheart radio app witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Don't miss your chance to win $100,000 this Sunday. Playing Fox Bet Super 6. Download the app and enter your picks in the NFL Sunday Challenge Contest for a chance to win. Colin, one of the matchups is Saints at Eagles. Stayed away. I I, 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 I like six and a half points. Yeah. So I you got to take the points with the Saints. Yeah, I, but I don't. You got a, you got a week's worth of tape Let on me, Gardner Minshew with that offense and no Lane Johnson. Let me ask you this. So Dennis Allen was the coach of the Saints, or the coach of the Raiders, and it was man overboard. <laughs> he takes over for Sean Payton immediately, man overboard, in a bad division. Do you think they would go back? I don't know the answer. And re-recruit Sean Payton? Well, would he, the better question is, would he want to well, go no, back? Well, <laughs> no, not, not if they don't so. have a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, so do you make him a yeah. – what, what about the Saints and Derek Carr with that mm-hmm. defense? Speaking of quarterback, Jameis Winston, is he in play somewhere next year? Uh, hasn't that ship sailed? I'm not a huge fan, but he looked decent last year in limited time. I thought the the, the, the the comment on our show today that was really interesting, Greg Cosell on Mike White, he said the film says he should be given a chance to be a starter in this league. Size, arm, trust. I thought that was a really interesting comment. The film, because you know that's why we bring Greg Cosell on. What's the film say? I'm just watching stuff as a consumer, right? He's like, the film says, I told you, I knew Zach Wilson was in trouble when they benched him, and I thought, that's a bad move. And then I watched the following Sunday, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm wrong. Like, Mike White's much better than Zach Wilson as an NFL quarterback. He's bigger, more accurate, size, accuracy. I know we got quarterbacks that are small running around, but 6'4", 6'5", guys who are accurate, that's the history of the league. So Mike White did it in the rain against the Bears, right? That was pretty impressive, but it was against the Bears. Then he came back against the Vikings, Put up, like, I think they had 400 yards of total offense. No, it was pretty good. And then he kept them in the game against the Bills and took repeated nasty hits. He's a tough guy. Greg Jennings is a tough guy. Fox Sports analyst, decades, Super Bowls, Pro Bowls, first things first today. Um, So it's interesting. I could be a cynic on the Packers and say they've beaten the Bears, the Rams, and they were getting pushed around by the Dolphins before Tua had reportedly a concussion. Uh, I, I don't necessarily – I like Minnesota this weekend. I think they've proven they're a very good team, and they're a very good team in close games. And Kirk Cousins, nobody likes him, but he keeps winning a bunch of games. What do you expect from Green Bay? If Christian Watson doesn't play, Greg, boy, there's not a lot there of – we go. To you, that's the key? There we go. That's the key. That's the key. If Christian Watson plays, I actually think that the, the Green Bay Packers will win this game. 
because of what he's provided and what they're doing right now and the implications that this game provides for them uh, and the chances that it give them. I don't think that they win out, uh, but I think that this is a game that they can win just because of the way the Vikings have been playing, uh, winning close games, going to Lambeau with the team that is a defense that's playing a little bit better. Yeah. Offensively, you've starting to find guys who can be impact players, none more important than Christian Watson. But if he's not available, the, the, I just don't see how the Green Bay Packers can pull this one out. Yeah. Well, what, what, when you look um, at, like, Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, Kirk, you know, you live in Minneapolis. He gets so much heat. But Greg Cosell was on earlier saying, you know, when the books closed on Kirk Cousins, you're going to look at a really good quarterback in this league. How do the people in Minnesota, the Minneapolis Star Tribune, the talk radio, because the the national narrative is on Kirk Cousins, limited, don't trust him. But in Minnesota, how do they treat him? How is he viewed? Oh, he's loved in Minnesota, but also you got to think about this league and what we see going on across the league. These young quarterbacks that just look the part and play the part and they just have a little bit more splash than what Kirk Cousins has and so obviously there's always comparison of well he's not Joe Burrow or he's not Justin Herbert or he's not Patrick Mahomes or he's not Aaron all these different names but what he is is consistent like he's just consistently getting it done week in and week out. You know, I said this at the beginning of the season that he was my dark horse MVP, not knowing that Justin Jefferson was going to be like legitimately the MVP of this team, which then kind of in turn naturally allows Kirk Cousins to kind of be or share a piece of that MVP accolade. So uh, they just they just find a way to make it work, and and the way they find a way to make it work with Kirk is to make sure that he's getting the ball to 1-8. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, just just drop back and throw it to that guy, and he'll make you right. Whenever you need him to make you right, he'll make it right. You know, I, I had Nick Wright on. You're going to be on with Nick today on First Things First after our show, and I said, you know, this concussion discussion is more nuanced than people think. You can – like a prime example for Tua. Okay, so Tua's struggled in big games, and now he's not available. And they've already tried to move off him twice. So I'm thinking, two is thinking to himself, I want to get out there. This is my career. This organization's already tried to move off me. And they're going to keep him out this week. He's been ruled out. That's appropriate. But sometimes we forget how hard a player fights to get on the field. You guys get one or two cracks at this. And if an organization passes on you at quarterback, you're not getting another shot. And where yeah. where are you with Tua and playing? I don't want him to play this week. Could I make an argument even if they go to the playoffs, Greg? You just don't let him play the rest of the year. As a former pro athlete, where are you on this? Uh, I think he shouldn't play. I don't believe that he should play at all the re- rest of the year, even if they make the playoffs, which I do believe that they will make the playoffs. Uh, I just don't think – He understands in this moment, he's young. He hasn't proven enough per se. And and you just mentioned it. He hasn't been able to win in the big moments. There's no bigger moment than right now. Getting your team in, you've dropped uh, four or five consecutive games. Uh, you, You win and you can get yourself in. This is where quarterbacks make their money. 
and Tua Tungabailoa has found ways to where, and again, I'm not, I'm not saying because of his health, but it's been because of his injuries where we haven't been able to see him in some of the most important moments, or he has not performed in some of the most important moments in his young career. But understanding what concussions can do. You have to think beyond the game of football. And when you're young, you don't think about that. You yeah. think about, man, this team can move on from me. I haven't been in this situation. Everybody doubts me. I need to get back out there. I feel fine. And so you put yourself, because you're a competitor, you put yourself back out there on the field or you want to push to get back out there on the field. And a lot of the times, it's probably not for the better. So you had a stable career, like Green Bay and Minnesota are stable franchises. You you briefly played in Miami, which was a little bit of a circus. And so I've always, <laughs> right, that disappear into the, thank, wish there wasn't YouTube and nobody would know about it. Um, but I, I defend players and quarterbacks who have to overcome stuff. And I've always defended Derek Carr because this is his sixth coach. It's been a circus. The division's tough. He goes up against Mahomes twice a year. Now Herbert. Um, and you did have one year in Miami. And I, I guess maybe it's – I always compare it to, like, dysfunctional families. It, it, when you're in an organization, when you went to Miami, did it affect you for the first time in your career being around chaos even at practice? Yeah, Colin, I'm sitting here at this desk. I retired. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it, when we when we listen to LeBron James talk about as long as my mind, I can keep my mind engaged and I, I physically I'm going to put myself through whatever I need to. If my mind stays engaged and intact, when you're losing, when you're in a situation where it's chaotic and there's no there's no successful ending in sight, like you don't see the vision, the plan, the strategy of how we're going to execute getting ourselves better or improving this roster, like you start to question, should I keep do doing this? Should I keep putting myself through this? That's what players go through. Like Derek Carr, like he's been he's been dealt a a, a tough hand. But one thing about the National Football League, they have never cared about the hand that you are dealt. Yeah. They, are only, they only care about what you can provide, regardless of the hand you're dealt. Like, that's, that's why I go to bat for players who hold out, who are trying to get their money, who are thinking of themselves, because there has not been one time that I can think of, or you could probably think of, where an organization thinks of the player over the organization and how they can improve or how can how they can hold on to a player just because he's been a great guy. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. All right, finally, um, I like Jerry Judy coming out and defending Russell Wilson. Now, I do think bad O-line, running backs got hurt, coach is overwhelmed, is a big chunk of it. Um, how much do you put on Russell's washed. Do you believe that? Uh, this year, uh, he's definitely been washed. He's definitely been washed this year. I think, and, and I know there's been talk about Sean Payton. That's who, for me, when I look at Russell Wilson, if there is a coach that he would listen to, that he would lean into, that would have his ear from jump, 
a, a mastermind offensively. He's dealt with the shorter quarterbacks than Drew Brees. We saw what he was able to do and accomplish with Drew Brees. Like, Russell Wilson just needs a reset, a confidence reset. He looks like he lacks belief in his own ability. He talks it, but it doesn't look like he believes what is coming out of his mouth. And, yes, I love the fact that Jerry, Judy, and others are standing up to support Russell Wilson. But when we turn on the tape and we see them play on Sunday and Russell Wilson is not performing and we see the antics or the, the body language, if you will, of those guys who are standing wide open right in front of Russell Wilson and he's not stepping into those throws and just making the simple look easy, then I, I'm sorry, man. It is what it is. Russell Wilson has struggled with the basics of fundamental football at the quarterback position. It's looked different. It is different. And I think Sean Payton or some coach that has a, a history of winning with quarterbacks can change that and help him and fix what, he, what we've seen this year and make him be the Russell Wilson or turn him hopefully into the Russell Wilson that we've seen over the last few years in Seattle. All right, Greg Jennings on after us. First things first, absolute pleasure. I like the Vikings to keep it close and beat Green Bay, but if Christian Watson plays, it's anybody's guess. It's good seeing you again. Thanks for everything, and you have a beautiful family, health, and happiness to all of them. Thanks, man. Absolutely. Happy New Year to you guys. All right. One of the really good guys, Greg Jennings. J-Max with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So I'm hyping Jet Seattle as the game of the of oh. the Sunday slate. Oh, but the game of the weekend, obviously, okay, okay. is Bill's Bengals yes. on Monday Night Football. Well, the, right? the, when you, whenever you get two of the three best quarterbacks in the league together, that's pretty special. Yeah. So, a uh, lot on the line here uh, for the Bills. Home field advantage. We know they haven't had it the last two years and lost to KC in both those games. Um, but it could be one for the Bengals. Joe Burrow doesn't quite see it that way. I mean, we've beaten everybody. We know we can play against everybody. We've done it in the, the biggest of moments. So, and like I said, we're treating treating every game the same. You know, we've we've played everybody the last two years. We haven't played the Bills yet, so that'll that'll be a fun challenge. But uh, you know, they're good on defense. We got a, a lot of veteran guys that know how to play within their scheme. They play hard. They play fast. They play you know schematically sound. So it'll be a fun challenge. Yeah, they don't give away a lot of freebies. Defensive coach. They have drafted really good defensive players and developed them. It's like Pittsburgh. It's not a coincidence that Pittsburgh drafts and develops defense pretty well with a defensive coach. My concern with Buffalo, Zach Taylor, in two years, has fixed the O-line. Buffalo's on year five, can't fix theirs. What's, what, what, what's, is there a coincidence that the offensive line coach, Andy Reid, rebuilt his O-line in one year, Zach Taylor fixed his in two. I mean, okay, yet... Pittsburgh can't figure theirs out. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Buffalo can't figure theirs out. Chicago's is terrible. All defensive head coaches. Well, I'm not saying. Did, that, I'm yeah. just saying it feels like more than a coincidence. Remember, the Bengals bought Lyle Collins in free agency. He's now hurt. Will not play in this one. That could be a big one. Who do you think needs this game more? Bills, who really need home home field advantage, or or the Bengals, who? I think the Bengals proved last year they can win anywhere, anytime. Their efficiency is fantastic. Um, I think Buffalo, and I think Cincinnati has an absolute belief in big games. 
And when they went down to the final play in the Super Bowl, I think Buffalo they got a little outer scoreboard here. They feel big, but they've lost some close ones. Yeah. They don't have anything to show for two, three years of some real dominant football. I think yeah. I think Buffalo needs to win it. I think Cincinnati. I would, will. I would agree. If the Bengals do lose this though, and and the Ravens win, Bengals now go to a wild card spot as opposed to winning the division and hosting a playoff game in the first round. Could be dicey. Next up. New York Giants, we haven't really talked about this team. They're a tough watch for me, Colin. Um, They can lock up a playoff berth this weekend, need one more win and in. They play the Colts. And, Colin, Eagles are after that. We don't know what's going to be the situation with the Eagles. If they win out, uh, they obviously win the number one seed. Colin, Giants haven't been to the playoffs since 2016. I'm curious, did you look at this game as something you would pick? Daniel Jones laying nearly a touchdown at home. Well, the Giants, I don't like their roster outside of their D-line. Saquon Barkley and their D-line. I, I think they're. A, I think the Jets aren't a rebuild. The Giants are a rebuild. Um, I have a hard time betting games I don't want to watch. <laughs> it, this is going to be such a slog and so boring. Well, no, nobody's touching the Colts here, right? Nick Foles was so bad, an right. abomination on Monday Night Football. Nobody's betting them. Who, who's a, your NFL coach of the year? Day Bowl. I think it's got to be Sirianni if they get the number one seed. What about Doug Peterson? They're not in the playoffs yet, but okay. yeah, I would say he's in the mix. I think Brian Dayball's top three, and nobody Dayball's thinks up that. There, yeah. yeah, what does that tell you about the quarterback situation? Brian Dayball is in everybody's top three, and none of us think nobody thinks they're a good team. That tells you what Brian Dayball yeah. is overcoming. And that tells what you what he do with a quarterback next year. There no, are perhaps. I don't. I the, I think the Mara family is they've had so much turmoil and movement. I think they're going to stay. I really stay think with that, Daniel Jones. I oh abs- goodness gracious! You, you think I, Dable wants that? I think he knows this team is so limited with him. I mean, it seems he's obvious. A turnover machine. I'm amazed at how. I mean, New York sports fans are super smart. I mean, they, they baseball, football, hockey. Okay. I mean, they, they know their stuff. I'm amazed by how many defend Daniel Jones. I'm watching the same games. I don't see it. But Giant fans, you know, and maybe it's because the Giants fans have a very proud history. You know, it's like Michigan football or Duke basketball, Kentucky basketball. So when you've got a great history, um, you're very proud of it, right? Like the Jets don't, so they'll fire anybody anytime, don't care. This is true. The Giants tend to go back to... We were patient with Coughlin. We were patient with Eli, and it paid off. So the Giants, when you get these formidable organizations in the NFL or NBA that have won a lot, they go back to what won. And, you know, the Giants patient. When the Jets were changing things every 15 minutes, you know, the Giants were like, stay with Eli and stay with Coughlin. And it provided Super Bowls. Think of the Super Bowl quarterbacks the Giants have had. Phil Hostetler. Sims, Hostetler, and Eli Manning. Well, no, Eli's... I mean, th- listen, those are good quarterbacks, but none of them were none of them were ever like the best quarterback in the league or even no, in that no, class. No, 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 no. So they do it with the blue-collar defense, run the football, quarterback who does just enough. Final Maybe, story. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, college football, quickly. I don't know if you watched much of this last night. Quinn Ewers. I did. With Michael Penix. Texas made a nice comeback. Look at that. He, I, 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 Something Ewers, happened with Ewers last night. I, I wonder... I mean, the receivers had the drops, obviously. Uh, Washington looked good. I love those helmets, by the way. I know Washington, Washington is exceptionally coached. That's the guy from Fresno State, Fresno, Kalen yeah. DeBoers. They they have NFL receivers and an NFL quarterback. Not a lot of NFL. Their running backs aren't good. Their tight ends, their defense. But in this sport now, if you have a really good offensive coach, an NFL quarterback, yeah. and NFL receivers, and Washington does, you're dangerous. So Texas finishes 8-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Sark... Mm. Quinn Ewers, the Ohio State kid. Mm. Now you got the Arch Manning stuff. Mm. Didn't, 
I know you like Stark. I did not. You got a soft spot for him, but they did, I didn't think they looked buttoned up last night. They oh. were getting blown out. It was 27-10, I believe. I thought third quarter. My, the knock on Stark, and it's totally fair, is they don't look detail-oriented. They look talented. Washington looked Washington looked limited, but buttoned up, and they won the game. The, the I mean, this I I watched that game, and Texas has a lot of dudes. But yours isn't getting better. Can't throw a deep ball. Bad. To go back to your identity talk earlier, like Texas has a lot of dudes. I don't know what they are. I don't know what Texas football has been for the last like five years. Totally fair. Way to go, Huskies. Um, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. All right, Jason McIntyre. Tomorrow's headlines today is NFL picks next. Always fun. Live in L.A., it's the Herd. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. One of my favorite parts of the week. It's the final 10 minutes of the show before he came to our show on Herdline News, uh, we created the former newspaper guy, Jason McIntyre, the gambling analyst for FS1 and Fox Sports. Uh, he gives us his predictions, his headlines for Monday morning. So you ready to go? Indeed, I am. Week 17. Let's start here. Tomorrow's headlines today. 
Brady and the Bucks, Sam Darnold and the Panthers. What say you? Big one here. Division on the line. I know. The headline will be Ahoy Me Brady. Tom steers Bucks into the playoffs. Tom Brady gets the job done. Colin, this is a fishy line. Last time these two teams played, Tampa was favored by 13 points on the road and lost outright. It was a bad loss. It was against P.J. Walker. Now they're at home and only three-point favorite. Something wacky's going on here. I don't know what to make of Carolina, though. Their top two cornerbacks are out. J.C. Horn will not play in this one. He's, he's been a superstar this year. You know who they called in? Josh Norman. I'm sure you remember him from back in the day yeah. with Carolina. Colin, he owned a coffee shop in Atlanta. He was literally pulled out of the coffee shop this week, and he's going to be playing for Carolina in the secondary against Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Something smells fishy. I think Carolina's in some trouble here. I think Brady gets the job done over a frisky Carolina team and your guy, Sam Darnold. All right, tomorrow's headlines today. Big divisional matchup. Vikings, Packers at Lambeau. Redemption, revenge for Green Bay. What do you think? Yes, redemption indeed. A little head-to-head action. The headline will be Iowa, what the... Packers tee off oh, on Vikings. Wow. Look at the coffee there for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Colin, hey, I think some people are going to be surprised. Casual fans are going to be like, wait, what, Packers are favored in this one? Let's remember, Dallas was favored against Minnesota when Minnesota was rolling. Dallas won 40-3. Detroit was favored against Minnesota when Minnesota was rolling. Detroit wins by double digits over the Vikings. And I something feels off about this Vikings defense. Matt Jones goes up and down the field against them. Remember that? Jared Goff, 30-plus points. Mike White. And the Jets had 400 yards of offense. Basically, everybody destroys this Minnesota defense. I think Rodgers gets it done here. Now, the Watson news makes it a tricky handicap. They don't have much of a vertical passing game without yeah. him. And I do worry. Uh, the Packers play a lot of zone. Kirk Cousins, we know, can carve up zones. Justin Jefferson just finding spots in them. So I think Vikings hang around. They don't get blown out here, but I think the Packers cover. I'll take them favored by three and a half. Three, three and a half. Tomorrow's headlines today, Rams-Chargers. Chargers favored by a lot, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Bosa playing, not playing. What do you I've, been, I've been talking up the Chargers a lot the last couple weeks. Get, get in on those Super Bowl futures. If you can, the headline will be flip the script. Chargers vie for Hollywood ending the new L.A. team. Obviously, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. I just like this Chargers team's getting healthier. Obviously, Bosa will play this week huge. And, Colin, let's remember no team is as good or as bad as they were last week. Are the Rams, who scored 51 no. on the Broncos, they're not that good. No. I think they come down to earth. People watch that Chargers-Colts game and are like, this is a Chargers team that's good? They could barely beat the Colts? Couldn't do much offensively? I think the Chargers serve notice here. I know betting them at home can be risky, Colin. Is a Chargers team to watch heading into the postseason. For the record, how's your? you are pretty good this year, aren't you? It's been a good season, yes. All right. Tomorrow's headlines today. Ugh, Browns and Commanders. Cleveland's impossible to root for. Uh, what say you? Uh, they are impossible to root for, but Washington is starting Carson Wentz. The headline will be Commander in Grief. <laughs> Wentz heartbroken at home. <laughs> Colin, this is the stat of the weekend. I don't think I've heard it anywhere on this network. But teams the week after they play the Niners, you know who played the Niners last week? Washington. 0-13 this season. San Francisco physically beats the hell out of teams. They pound them into submission. Washington got really rattled last week, and they're going to be starting Carson Wentz. And, Colin, the last time he started a game was against the Bears on Thursday Night Football. He had 99 yards passing against the Bears. This Carson Wentz is not good. I know Deshaun Watson has not played well, but... You know, if you look inside the numbers a little bit, he hasn't been awful, okay? He's not, he's not been great. 
But Carson Wentz, had, the reality is he's not a good quarterback. I think I like Cleveland here. I would not be surprised if Cleveland, money's coming in on the Browns today, if they go off as the favorite in Washington. With nothing to play for, Washington up against it to get into the postseason. Your reasoning's very good. Tomorrow's headlines today, Niners, Raiders without Derek Carr. I hate big favorites. Ah, yes. How does how do the Raiders move the ball? I love all these sharps uh, are keep going against Brock Purdy. Like, ah, he can't be favorite. Brock Purdy just covers. And the Raiders, I love piling on them. The headline will be bad karma. Raiders wave white flag on season. Listen. Jarrett Stidham, really, against this Niners defense? Dude, if you haven't started a game all season and now you got to face the best defense in the NFL, this one could get ugly, Colin. We know that. And internally, you saw the quotes from Devontae Adams on, on Instagram openly saying, I, I disagree with this move. I don't want to say there's a mutiny going on with McDaniels, but apparently there's some closed-door meetings happening with McDaniels and the owner. and It just feels very bad vibey. Uh, we don't know if J- Jacobs is coming back, Waller, Renfro. There's so much uncertainty. I-, I just think that San Francisco goes there. And by the way, they can still get the number two seed. They can pass Minnesota, get That's that right. number two seed. They got something to play for. Yes. I'm laying it with San Fran. Finally, J-Mac, your beloved yes. Jets. Tomorrow's headlines today, Seattle and New York. Now, I took the Jets. I rarely do. Mm. I have a feeling where you're going. Mm. What could that be? The headline will be celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> Listen, Salah gives us all the good headlines. The New York Jets go into Seattle and get the victory, and they're now playing for a playoff spot next week in Week 18. I, I don't like the Seattle team right now, Colin. We, you hyped them a lot earlier this season. They were looking good. Well, they were, and Pete was celebrating arriving the Seattle wave. Now yeah. they're a very weak franchise that needs a quarterback. Yeah, it was a little too much grave dancing on Russell yes. Wilson, by the way. Instead of focusing on your quarterback, Geno is cratering, Colin. It's been ugly. No covers the last six weeks. I mean, they're getting beat by Sam Darnold. Like, it just has not lived. They can't move the football, right? And with Lockett out, though he did practice this week, it's basically down to DK Metcalf and Kenneth Walker. I saw Will Disley's now out. He's on the IR. His season's over. It's like, is this a Noah Fant game? I I don't know where Seattle turns to for offense. Uh, Mike White goes to the Northwest, gets the Jets the W. I I laid it at one and a half, two, two and a half. I'm a little heavy on the Jets this week. Okay, so both you and I have the Jets and the Niners. We disagree on the Vikings, um, and you'll probably be right. Uh, let me ask you about one game you haven't picked. I, I, I stay away from a lot of the big TV games, but I think the efficiency, Cincinnati at home, is really good. Yeah. Who would you take in that spot? They're getting points. It's tough. They don't turn it over. Burrow's getting a lot of time to throw. Effective run game. So, you know, Brady's like 1-11-1 against the spread in his last 13 games. Right, right, right. right. The Bengals are the opposite. They're a covering machine. Yes. And I feel like this is one of those rah-rah games at night, at home. Buffalo, like Josh Allen, if you really look closely, he was terrible last week against Chicago. Bad interception. So you like, like a trend. I think I got to continue to ride Cincinnati. I know we got a lot of Bengals fans that watch this show. And earlier this season, they were like, Jason, you're missing the boat. And finally, I, like I got him. in last week. Remember against the Patriots. I think you got to go with Burrow. But Colin, here, let me ask you one more thing on, on the Jets' playoff chances. Miami has to start Bridgewater this week. Yeah. We got Miami Jets week 18, likely for a Where's playoff spot. Miami. Do you think Tua will come back for that game? So that's where I think this whole thing has nuance. Mm. Whether So you know he'll probably pass concussion protocol. Okay. Okay, let, let's say four more days of not. Pre- so Tuesday morning they do concussion protocol or Wednesday and he passes. 
you know he's going to fight like mad to play. Yeah. They tried to move off him twice. If he is struggling and not available, you're not a quarterback in this league. We, we, may, we may struggle with Daniel Jones. He's available. But like Zach Wilson, part of his problem was he got hurt a lot. Yeah. And so you're dealing with people's brains here, so you have to be t- very sensitive. But again, I would have no problem with Miami shutting Tua down for the year. That feels right. But just know that Tua is going to fight like mad. My takeaway is if it's in Miami, even with Bridgewater. So uh, people aren't going to want to hear this. The Jets were able to face Bridgewater last time these two teams met. They knocked him out on the first play of the game. Sauce Gardner coming off the edge. So the Jets got to beat up on Skylar Thompson, the third stringer. What if the Jets have to face Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson again for a playoff spot? Yeah, it's – listen, the Jets are – the Jets are a fascinating team, not just because you're on their show, but I really think with Garoppolo or Derek Carr with these weapons, I, first of all, they're the best corner in the game now. Their defensive line's fantastic. They have a defensive coach. Um, Brees Hall comes back. Oh, yeah, next year. Uh, I, they have AVT, two receivers I like. They, AVT, the lineman from USC who you like a lot. He's going to be back. So left tackle quarterback, it's a playoff team, with an, a New England team that can't get the offense right or draft it or develop it or quarterback it, yeah. uh, a Miami team that may be, let's be honest, transitioning out of Tua. Now, they're, they're one to keep your eye on. And I saw it this week. Brady, a lot of talk about Brady. Brady to Miami, outside of the Niners, feels like the play to me. Now, you think it's Vegas. Vegas. But I do want to ask, just listening to that explanation, Colin, we've explained the NFC is the conference to go to. There is, like, no good teams there. Nobody's good. Why would you go to the uh, AFC or stay in the AFC? Well, because I think the first choice for Tom is San Francisco. But if Brock Purdy gets them to a Super Bowl and you're paying him nothing for four years, he was the last player taken, you can keep all your all-stars. And Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Right. And you can, yeah. So it's like, you don't have to trade anybody. They got a, they got a pro bowler at safety. Linebacker. Edge. Left tackle. But does Derek Carr say, I, I want to go to the NFC. I don't want to deal with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert no, and the Bills. They, I mean, you're looking at Bills. Bengals and Chiefs dominating the AFC for the next, what, decade? Awesome stuff. Thanks for everybody who tuned in and uh, stayed with us today. First things first, around the corner on a Friday. Be safe. Happy holidays. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. 
And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.